Amen. All right, I want to share the Word of God with you. I am very, very excited to share this Word. Before I start, will you, wherever you're at home, I know you're comfortable in your bed or maybe on your uh, couch, but can you arise for a change for the reading of the Word of God? Let's do something different. Arise. Thank you, Pastor, uh, what's your name? Jeremy and Benjamin. <laughs> I want you to open your Bibles to John chapter 5. We're going to read verses 19 through 20, and we're going to uh, flip to Isaiah 60 verse 2. You there? We arise and give honor to the Word of God. In John chapter 5, starting at verse 19, it says, Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, the Son can do nothing. Everybody say nothing. Nothing. Of himself. But he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does. And he will show him greater works. Everybody say greater works. Greater works. Than these that you may marvel. We're going to jump to Isaiah 60 verse 2. It says, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness. Everybody say darkness. The people. But the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. Let us pray. Father, I thank you that every season where we are faced with darkness, it's an opportunity for you to come and bring your kingdom upon this earth. We ask, Lord, this morning that you will break the power of hopelessness and discouragement and helplessness and that you would, Lord, release your glory upon your people, that you would activate our faith to arise and, and partner with you to believe, actually believe for your kingdom to come upon our situations, upon our nation where we only see darkness, Lord. Shine the light of Jesus Christ, we ask. Yes. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you. You know, we're starting this new, uh, uh, new, what's the word? Series. Sermon series. It's called the God of God of the Impossible. <laughs> right? We're starting the God of impossible. And I am so excited to share this word with you. But before I share, I want to show you a video of our Indonesia missions, because when you see videos like that, to see God's miracle working power, it activates our faith. What I want to do this morning is to activate, fan the faith that is already in you. So watch this video with me. You know, wasn't that amazing? Lame walking, blind seeing. I love it. I love it when I see God works 
supernatural miracles. When we are faced with impossibility, but when our eyes are set on God and he comes through, oh my goodness, I love it. I love it. But you know what I realized? As I look back, I realized that every time, every single time that I have encountered the supernatural miracle working power of God is when I was facing darkness. Mm. When I was facing sickness that I could not in my own power heal. When I was faced with impossibility, where my own strength and wisdom could not have overcome it, that's when I saw God's powerful working, powerful miracle working power. That's good. You know what I realized? Every form of darkness we experience Every struggle you and I face is an opportunity. Say opportunity. Opportunity, opportunity for us to look to God. Turn away from this impossible situation. Turn away from this darkness that we are faced with to lift our eyes and to look to God and see the salvation of the Lord. Right. Amen. In Psalm 121, Verses 1 through 2, it says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. You know what I sense the Lord is saying? Lift your gaze. Mm. Look to Mm. God. Ask God for help. Mm. You know, we have a choice in every season of storm that we walk through. Do we look to God and believe for the God of the impossible to come through? Or do we wallow in unbelief and doubt? Mm -hmm. Hmm? Our faith is like fire. Everybody say fire. Fire. If you don't tend it, the fire decreases. It dies down. And then after a while, it's gone. We have to add more logs to keep the fire going. You got to tend that fire. Our faith is like that. And situations in life demand for you to add the logs of your faith. Situations in life in life demand action from us. Yeah. Actions of either faith that grows the fire of your faith or unbelief it's like water throwing and helping huh to take the fire out mm. you know last tuesday benjamin and i had an opportunity to share our hearts with uh, glide tidings church this community is mostly african-american brothers and sisters and bishop macklin reached out to us and said you know we care about what's going on with these crimes against asian americans so will you come and and share your heart with us you know for benjamin and i we respect and honor bishop macklin he's like one of the uh, spiritual father to us and we were so touched that this community reached out to us and asked, share your heart. We want to educate our, our black community. We want to partner with you and we want to stand with you and we want to fight with you. Mm-hmm. How awesome is that? 
And at the end, Bishop Macklin asked, what can we do, sister? What can black brothers and sisters do? And this is one thing I shared. I said, you know, the spirit of racism is pure darkness. It's evil. That's right. We can't help but feel helpless and hopeless. And a lot of Asian Americans are feeling very that. Hmm? What can we do? We have to realize God is God. And every time, every time we're faced with this darkness, you know what? What can we do? Believe. Everybody say believe. believe. When we are able to believe that when brothers and sisters can come together in unity and pray and pray and seek the face of God, that we can make a difference. Some of you, a lot of you have been sharing and asking, what is the use, Pastor? What's the use? What's the use of speaking out? What's the use of posting? What's the use of marching? It's not going to do anything. It's, gonna cha- it's not going to change anything. Coronavirus, unre- uh, political unrest, the, this racial injustice, what's it going to do? And what we do is we keep speaking hopelessness and helplessness. Hmm? The other day, I watched this Korean movie. And you know, Korean history, we had to fight a lot. A lot of different countries came against Korea to take over. And, and for a while, we were under the subjugation, right, of uh, uh, Japan. And during that time, a lot of people arose to fight for independence of Korea. And a lot of them, hundreds of them, got killed. And they often asked, their families asked, Why are you doing this? You know you're going to get killed. What's it going to do? Why? Why are you throwing your life away for something that's not going to do? You're trying to break a rock with an egg. And often, a lot of this independence fighter, you know what they said? I cried so much when I watched that movie. They said, yes, I'm faced with impossibility. But I will not let the history say that we died as a victim who did not fight back. Mm. Even if I die, the history will tell that I did not die as a helpless victim that did nothing. But the history will tell that there was a generation that fought against impossibility. March 1st, we celebrate as Koreans because there was a teenager who fought for independence and yes she got killed but you know what we still remember mm. because of their sacrifice there was a better future for the generation after them it's like that with african-american brothers and sisters wow. they stood and they fought against injustice you know what you know what it's not for nothing We have a better future because they went before us. And now as Asian American, guess what? Now I could build upon what they have sacrificed. Generations that have sacrificed before us. Now it's an opportunity. Even though we're faced with this pure evil, we can build upon the sacrifices, upon the death of generations that went before us. Every darkness is an opportunity for us to look to God, look to God, and wait for his miracle to come upon 
for his kingdom to come upon this earth. As I was praying this week, God showed me this vision. And, you know, I, I talk about this a lot. And he, he brought a greater understanding for me that as Christians, we live in two different realms at the same time. Remember I talked about that like many months ago, that we live in this natural world and we also live in the supernatural world. And he gave me this new, new perspective, right? When you live in this one realm, this is when you live for yourself. This is when you live for your own happiness, your own healing, your own life on earth. And you're asking God, come, come through, break through. When you seek God, you're seeking God to heal your own body. When you seek God, you're asking God to restore your own relationships. When you seek God for your finances, you're asking God to break through on your own finances. And you know what? We experience certain level of joy and love in this realm. But you know what I realized? When you just live in this realm, hmm, when God releases one breakthrough in our lives in this realm, we're thankful for that moment. But what? Guess what? Life brings more circumstances where we become desperate for other breakthroughs. And after a while, when you just remain in this realm where you live for yourself, you could end up living in the cycle of needing, seeking, receiving, needing, seeking, receiving, needing, seeking, receiving for yourself. And you know what? It's good. It's not bad. You, ha you, ha you're, you have to live in this realm. God cares. He delights in answering your prayers for your personal breakthrough. Psalm 138.8, it says, The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. The word of God also says, cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. He cares for your life in this realm. Hmm? But if you remain in this realm and you do not break through, to this kingdom realm, you will be in this cycle all your life just living for yourself. You know what? Benjamin and I realized this. We both had some difficult childhood, didn't we? And those difficulties required us to be desperate before God from a young age. We had to seek him on behalf of our family. And because of that, from a young age, we, out of our desperation, as we sought after God for the breakthrough, we experienced God. And we became more desperate. But when I see Alethea, she's not that desperate. You know, I don't see that, that de desperation for God in her. Why? Because she's so loved and everything is provided for. And you know, as a parent, I don't want her to have to go through difficult situations, right? I don't want her to suffer. But at the same time, I want her to be desperate for the kingdom of God. I want her to want more of God. I want her to live for God. And so I was like, God, how are we stuck? You know what God said? Sonny, no. 
You don't always have to. When you experience darkness, it's an opportunity. But that's not the only way. If you could teach Alethea how to break through from just living for herself, me, 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 to living for the kingdom purpose, this kingdom first life, she will experience my kingdom and she'll be desperate for more. But in this realm, when you live in this kingdom realm, this kingdom first life is different, okay? It's living beyond for yourself. This, in this realm, when you're desperate and you're seeking God, you're not seeking God for your personal breakthrough. You're not seeking God for your own healing. Here, when you're seeking God and you're desperate, you're seeking God for the healing of others. You're seeking God for the kingdom to come down upon those that are sick, upon those that are bound. In this, you live beyond yourself. Mission trips are like that. Because when I go on the mission trip, I'm not asking God, oh, do it this for me. When I go on the mission trip, I spend my own money. You know what I mean? I sacrifice comfort. I sacrifice my finances. I sacrifice my sleep and my comfort. Why? Because I'm pursuing, I am, I am breaking through. When you sign up for the mission trip, you're breaking through from this realm to the kingdom realm. And when you experience the miracle working power of God, you cannot just go back there and just live there. You get to see God's kingdom come. I want you to look at John chapter 5, verses 19 through 20 again. It says... Then Jesus answered and says to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself. You and I can do nothing. I don't care how many degrees you have. I don't care how many hours you have prayed. You and I can do nothing. We have to recognize and realize that. Hmm? We could only do what Father shows us to do. It also says, For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things. Yeah, that's right. But I don't know what he's saying. I don't know. I I don't know his will. I don't know what he wants me to do. It's a lie of the enemy. God loves you too much to keep you in darkness. Wow, that's good. When you seek him, when you lift your gaze upon him, when you when you say, God, I am not going to just live in this cycle of living for myself. When you are able to break through, you are able to see. God loves you and he will show you what he is doing. And it says, and he will show him greater works. Everybody say greater works. works. That you may marvel. When you live in this realm, God breaks through, you're thankful. Oh, thank you. Oh, I paid my bills. Oh, thank you for healing me. In this, you marvel. (gasps) Every time I go on the mission trip and I see God work miracles, I'm like, wow, I know that has has nothing to do with me. It's like you get to be witnesses just like Jesus said. Hmm? Everybody say greater faith. faith. Destination. In this realm, destination could be your happiness. Destination 
in this kingdom realm is greater faith. Everybody say greater faith. Greater faith. Greater faith. You know, when Benjamin and I, we heard God a couple of months ago sell the house, we knew it was God. We were comfortable. It was big enough for three of us. But when we heard that, right? And Benjamin said, Sonny, I didn't tell you, but God promised, like, I asked God for a bigger space. And so, well, God spoke to me to sell this house. Maybe this is the way God's going to provide a bigger space. And three of us, Benjamin, Alethea, and I, we got so excited, right? We moved to a smaller bedroom uh, uh, apartment for a while, and now our house, our, our townhome is like what we're showing it to sell, right? In this process, you know what I learned? I was... Even though God pushed me into this realm of unknown, I don't know if it's going to work out. I don't know if we're going to end up with a bigger space and bigger house, but I don't know. But all I know is God promised and God commanded and we obey. In this realm of unknown, you know what I realized? The destination for Benjamin and I is not a bigger space. You know what I realized? Our destination was through this process of selling our house and believing for another house. It's a, our destination is greater faith. Yeah, that's good. Greater faith. Good. Everybody say greater faith. greater faith. You see, it's not about bigger space. It's not about being blessed more. Mm. It's about seeing what Father is doing. That's good. It's about walking with Him and seeing miracles. <laughs> seeing miracles that leads to greater faith. You know what I realized in this process? We could have remained in our own townhouse, mm-hmm. but I didn't need faith to live there. Wow. Wow. I was comfortable. Wow. I didn't need faith. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, yes. And you know what? We did not lose thanks- Thanksgiving. But when God pushed us out to this realm of unknown, it required faith. That's good. It required faith. Faith means trust. Trust means confidence. You know, our realtor, Eric Chu, one of us in our San Francisco campus, you know what I realized? I really trust that guy. (laughs) And I was telling Benjamin last night, man, I really trust Eric. I know he's going to think even the things that we didn't even think about. And because I trust him, I don't worry. I could walk this process of selling our house peacefully. Mm -hmm. Like I have great peace because I trust Eric. And you know what God showed me? Sonny, if you could trust Eric and walk in joy and peace in selling your townhome, am I trustworthy? Can you trust me in your life as much as you trust Eric? Wow. Wow. That's good. He went to another level. Benjamin, you're going to like this. He said, you trust Eric that much as your realtor. What if you trusted your husband, Benjamin, that much? Think about how much peace and joy, no matter what circumstances you walk through. Man, I was really challenged last night. Hmm? Greater faith. Greater faith is where God is taking us. Do not be afraid of darkness that surrounds you. Isaiah 62, we read earlier, for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Yeah. All we see is darkness right now. 
and thick darkness, a deep darkness that cover the people. Yeah, we see some dark people, crazy people. Why would you shoot people down, kill eight people, kill 10 people? That's pretty deep. We're seeing deep darkness in people in our country. But the scripture doesn't end there. It says, but the Lord will arise over you. You know what that means? When you see darkness and deep darkness, that is the very moment where God is ready to come upon you in his glory. That, and, and the scripture said, and his glory will be seen upon you. People, brothers and sisters, right now it's an opportunity for God to come upon us and for the world to see his glory on us, the church, the sons and daughters of God. When you feel weak and hopeless, the truth is in that very dark place, God will rise over you. And his glory will be seen upon you. Not just Pastor Benjamin, not just Pastor Jeremy, no you, you, you in that corner of your room, feeling helpless, wanting to isolate, feeling very weak. It's you, you are faced with darkness right now. But God is speaking to you, you, you. It's an opportunity, it's a divine moment where God wants to come upon you and be seen. He wants to be seen seen upon you right now in this season, in this moment. Hmm? In 2 Chronicles verse 16, let me read this to you. I want you to open your arms and listen to this. 2 Chronicles, God sends a prophet to King Asa, okay? And he, this is what he said, because you have relied on the king of Syria and have not relied on the Lord your God, Therefore, the army of king of Syria has, has escaped from your hand. You see, previous years, when the enemy came against King Asa, instead of looking in this realm, natural realm, guess what? He saw God help us. He asked God for help, and he came through, and they were victorious. But in the later years of his life, when he got comfortable in his kingdom, even in his victory, guess what? When more enemy came, instead of looking to God, he looked to the natural. Mm. He looked to himself and he looked to king of Syria. Right, right. Hmm? You know what God is saying? I know you feel helpless. I know you feel weak. Mm. But will you look to me? Mm. Will wow. you ask me to help? He will come through. Amen? Amen. I want to ask you, brothers and sisters, what dark situations are you in right now? I'm talking about this realm, this natural realm. It's an opportunity. Do not question God there. And do not imprison yourself in doubt and unbelief. Dare, I dare you, to believe. Dare to ask. Imagine in your mind how God can come through on your behalf in your situation. Don't be afraid of the darkness, but get excited, huh? Don't be afraid, but just believe. It's time. It's time. It's time for you to pick up that log of faith. Even though it's 
I don't even have a log, Pastor. I just have a little stick. I just have a little skinny stick. It's enough. That's good. It's enough. Do not wallow. Do, get out of that prison that you have put yourself in. Dare to believe. Imagine what would it be like, God, God, if you come through, how can my situation change? Imagine healing. Imagine breakthrough. And ask God. He will come through. Not only that, brothers and sisters, it's time. Everybody say, it's time. It's time time for you and I to break out of this cycle of living for ourselves. Oh, God. Thank you, God. Oh, God. Thank you, God. It never ends. It will never end. It will... Singles, if you feel like, God, if you would just give me a husband. Ah, but once you get married, more desperation. Oh, God, if you would only give me a child. We were there once, huh, Benjamin? It doesn't end. It doesn't end. It's life. Life. Life has all four seasons. You're going to have good seasons and bad seasons. It's time. Everybody say it's time. It's time time for us to break out of this cycle and break into this kingdom realm where you live kingdom first life. Here, you get to encounter the God of the impossible. Hmm? Here, you get to ask God, not for your breakthrough, but breakthrough of his kingdom. Breakthrough for his glory to come and release revival. Breakthrough. Here, you seek for healing for your brothers and sisters. Here, you you pursue God for others. Here, you live beyond you. Hmm? Ask God for vision in this realm. Ask God for faith in this realm. Don't just wait. Do something. Even if it's a simple step. Some of you, stuff that, just just start an online class to teach somebody what you know. Mm -hmm. Do something. Give the knowledge that you have to others. Huh? Gather a few friends and do some prayer walk. Huh? In Oakland downtown or uh, uh, do something. If you, if you have fire for prayer, Gather people. Wear the mask. Do some prayer walks, huh? Sign up for mission trips. Become kingdom financiers. When you pursue kingdom, all these things the scripture says will be added unto you. Here you're stressed about all these other things. Here you don't worry about them. Life happens. You're going to have needs and wants. Plenty, but here as you pursue the kingdom, all these things you don't have to worry about. God will take care. Are you ready? Are you ready to break through? Are you ready to break out of this cycle? Are you ready? Are you ready to ask God to do something that is impossible in your life, in our community, and in this country? I wanna, I'm going to pray for us right now. And after I pray, I want to end today's word with another missions video. And as you watch that, don't just say, wow, they did a good job. No. As you watch this video, I want you to ask God, God, give me faith 
to set the captives yeah. free. Yeah. Give me faith yeah. for supernatural healing. Right. God, give me faith for financial breakthrough. Not only so that I could buy a better house and be happy, no, so that I could finance your kingdom. Oh, that's right. I want to ask God to activate your faith, to give you logs of faith, to make God's glory greater, to make that fire in our community greater and bigger so that as a community, we could see and encounter the God of the impossible. Let us pray. Father, I thank you that you care. You care about what we go through in our lives. And God, you want us to ask you for help. You want us to uh, uh, believe for breakthrough in our lives. So Father, I pray that you would, God, you would break the power of unbelief and, and, and doubt and fear from the hearts of your people and that you would fan the faith that you have already given your sons and daughters, God, to believe for the impossible to be possible because we serve a super natural God that works miracles, God. And for those of us, God, that are ready to break out of this realm into the kingdom realm, God, oh God, give us vision for your kingdom. Oh God, activate our faith, God, for others, Lord. Oh God, make us desperate, Lord, to see your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Anoint us, God. Oh God, anoint us, Lord, to carry your glory, to carry your fire, God, and make a difference on this earth and to represent you well. When we see our Father do greater works, God, I thank you that you have anointed us to do the same. We thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.